0: Good everybody, and welcome to another episode of your favorite Mad Men podcast, Made Man, where today I watched episode 12 of season 2 of Mad Men The Mountain King. Now, let's talk about this. I didn't just finish it. Usually, I watch the episode, I get up, and I start recording right away. That was impossible today because I watched it at lunch. During work, and then I had a meeting directly after I finished it. So the meeting only went 15 minutes, but I still couldn't do this right away. So here I am, a little bit later. Wanted to talk about the episode, the Mountain King. Let's talk about it. Well, where we left off last episode, um, Don stayed in California. So I'm bouncing all over the place here, as I know, as I want to do. But Don um, stayed in California. Let's let's stay with that story. So. Why did he go stay in California? Why he wanted to meet somebody? He talked to somebody on the phone and says, It's Dick Whitman. I want to see you. And um, it turns out, who did he go see? But the widow Draper. Yes, they we had these little flashbacks, and this woman showed up uh, early on in Don's apartment. He was in New York. He had the name Don Draper, and this woman tracked him down. She was furious. She was questioning, she was trying to figure out who this man was, saying that it was her husband and he was like i don't know what you're talking about a lot of people have the same name and he finally gave in and said look your husband died and uh, they thought i was him and i looked i was looking for a way out and this was it and i'm sorry and what can i do i make money now i could pay you i know that's not right but they kind of left it at that and uh she seemed well she was upset that her husband died but as it turns out this ended up becoming a nice friendship uh we had other flashbacks of don visiting this woman in california and spending christmases with her in fact they dropped a line which says you will be spending um I, I don't think we'll be spending christmas together anymore so he must go there every christmas remember he didn't really have anybody so having this uh this widow this mrs draper uh was like having starting a, a, a new connection almost like a new family um, and somehow this woman accepted him and really liked him, but never called him Don Draper. Always called him Dick. And you know, she he we see him say to her, you know, I met a girl and she's nice. She's a model. She comes from a good family. She's like, oh, you're gonna have fa- you're gonna have children someday. And he's like, we can come visit. I I really want you to meet her. And she's like, well, what would you do? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, you're my cousin. Um, but I do need something from you, and that is a divorce, because technically she was still married to Don Draper. And I guess if you look at the records, they'll say Don Draper's still alive. And this is his marriage certificate. So they needed to have that be a divorce. And of course she was she was like, oh, yes, of course. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. And this is who Don came to visit in current times. Uh, he went to her house. She, she does piano lessons now. He spent some time on her porch. And she's like, you helped pay for it. So obviously he's been sending her money all this time. He says, and "I tell you things that I've never told Betty." You know, we talked about visit his brother visiting. He didn't talk about his brother hanging himself, but he talked about his brother coming to see him. And he, um, what else happened? It was weird because I, at one point, I was trying to figure out which was the flashback. I felt like they de aged his face a little bit, maybe digitally, and they had his hair a little differently. But um, she bought him some clothes, so he seemed to be sticking around a little longer. And there was a part where this is where it threw me off. There's a part where he goes off and is coming back with some groceries and he runs into a few guys who are making hot rods and he's talking to them about you know i used to sell these cars and he's like oh you know i'm looking for some work that's what threw me off so i thought oh this must be a flashback and maybe he had a time where he was a race car driver or a hot rod you know racer whatever i don't know um but then i thought wait is this currently happening now? Is he looking for work to stick around for a while? That's what threw me off. Um, I mean, we are, this is the second to last episode of the season. Um, and we are, um, I'm not sure what the hell's going on with Don Draper as far as New York, Betty, Sterling, Cooper. Right now, he's with, uh, I think it was Anna, Anna Draper, and technically uh, his ex wife, or, or Don Draper's ex wife his um kind of his connection to the old world kind of his almost like his uh his conscience i mean she does tarot cards she i think introduced him to that um that book about um uh what is it meditation in an emergency i think it was called he she had that same little booklet that he had and Now, did she introduce it to him or did he introduce it to her? I'm thinking the other way around. She's the tarot card reader. Um, But it didn't really end with him resolving anything as far as coming home. In fact, the episode ended with him going swimming in the ocean. You know, is it his way of saying, you know, I'm this is the life I should have had, this is where I should be? I mean, Jesus Christ, Don, you had your life, you left it. You took Don Draper's life. You made something of it. Now you're leaving that. All you do is run. Is that is that what you do, Don? You just run when you're not happy? Is that is that you, Don Draper? Is that you, Dick Whitman? Help me, help me out here. Um, now we do have, and I think that pretty much covers all of Don, Don Dick. We'll call him Don Dick or Dick Don. All of his story. Because he doesn't interact with anybody back in New York. But a lot of stuff happens in New York. Uh, Betty catches Sally smoking. Sally's acting out because Don's not there. Betty um, is, you know, she's, uh, she throws Sally in the closet, but then she feels bad and lets her out. She calls this woman, um, the woman that she kind of set up with that guy from the horse riding. You know, like she said they were going to meet them for lunch and left them by themselves because they knew they flirt with each other. She calls her up to ask about private schooling. And the conversation goes to this guy at the horse race. And it turns out this woman did the nasty with this horse racing guy right before he's getting married, and she's a married woman. And Betty's like, "How could you do that?" And this woman's like, "You, you set us up." And she's like, nah, "I didn't. I, you know, flirting is one thing, but actually acting it out." And the woman's like, "You're a horrible person." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, Betty Draper is a horrible person. She is an immature, um, conniving woman. That's what I think of her as." the way that she set these people up and the way that I think she called and she hung, the woman hung up on her, I almost wanted to see a smile on her face. I thought we were going to see a little smile like, haha, that worked out perfectly. <clears throat> but instead, we see her get a gift for Sally to say, you're older now. Here's some things I want to take you riding. Now, maybe she wants to take her riding so that she can take her daughter and not have to deal with this guy by herself. I don't know. But she also took the time to say, um, you know, dad is we're having some disagreements dad's not home dad's not coming home right now we don't he's off I'm not sure where he is and I'm not sure when he's coming home but it's going to be okay so that's her way I guess of accepting Sally is getting a little older she's freaking eight years old so um but again I think Betty Draper's on it working on a 10 year 10 year old level sometimes myself so it's not that big of a difference I mean Jesus she's almost boyfriends with with the little kid from down the street almost boyfriend girlfriend with her um Okay, where was I with that? Um, so that I think covered all of Betty's story, except at the end when they hugged, and the girl Sally was really happy about her her new riding hat and boots. She said, "Oh, Mommy, you're bleeding," and they didn't. I don't think they went back to that. I don't know why she was bleeding or what was going on there. I feel like I missed something, but I watched the whole episode, so I don't think I did. Um, in the office, there is uh, there's a new client. Well, not a new client. Wait, actually, there is a new client. Popsicle. Uh, Peggy got the Popsicle account on her own. She closed it. Don wasn't there. She she approved all the, the stories. She came up with the idea of the splitting of the Popsicles because Sal used to do that. His Her mom used to do it. She realized everybody used to do it. And the thing is, Popsicle is looking to not just be something that gets delivered by the ice cream man. They want you to buy this in your freezer, stick it in, you know, in the freezer section of your grocer and bring it home. And that's what she was doing with his advertising. She kind of Almost started as a ritual based on the church, and she knows that the church has is you know good good at selling stuff. So she approached, she gave this approach to them. They loved it. She ended up um, getting the account, and at the end, she goes to Roger. I need to talk to you. And he's like, um, I forget what he said, but he he apologized to her. I think right away, like, oh, did 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 I offend you? Did I say something? And she goes, no, I, I just I think I should get my own office. And he's like, okay, sure, you can take uh, Freddie's office because Freddie rumson has gone. She takes his office, and you could see later on the guys are jealous. The, the, she was working with oh, right next to the copy machine, very loud, and it was really distracting. Now she has her own office. She took Freddie's office right next to Don's. Pete came in later. She actually joked, "Oh, I, I've been uh, sleeping with Don Draper, and it's been working out great." Um, so. That was really it for Peggy, I feel like. You know, there's still a weird connection between Peggy and Pete. Uh, Let's talk about Pete. Pete is a creep also. And Pete um, was very upset when he found out that an appointment had been made for him at the adoption agency with his wife. And he sees that as a sign of weakness because his crazy mother and him taking uh, an unwanted child for your own. um, He sees this as, I think, it's not something that his type of people do. Uh, because you know, he's a creep and he's upset that now someone at work knows, and he's upset that this was decision was made, uh, without his asking to the point where he comes home and he yells at his wife, takes the chicken that she cooked and throws it off the balcony again, because he's a psychopath, but it catches up with him. Okay. Because, uh, his wife's dad calls his father-in-law who gave the clear account. He's like, you know, I think we need to re, uh, examine the clear account. He's like, why? Uh, you know I'm just not sure if you're distracted or not but basically dad was saying you need to friggin support your wife do this adoption I'm gonna pull these accounts and Pete basically called them on him he says, this is my wife and my uh owns you know has nothing to do with you between me and my wife if you know what you could pull the accounts and he called them on and hung up on him um because again Pete is an idiot uh, he told Peggy of that. Towards the end, he's like, you know, it might not be working out, or with my father-in-law. We might be losing this account. And he also mentioned, he goes, you know, Don never checked out. I don't know where he is, but he's disappeared before. I I know some things about him. Uh, I could tell you that, you know, this is not that new for him. Because, again, he figured out the whole Dick Whitman thing. And Peggy's like, yeah, I don't care about your gossip. You know, Don will come back when Don comes back. Which was uh, pretty cool on her because she is cool. Now, with Don being gone, he is—he even though he's a twelve percent partner, he could not be part of this partnership deal, deal that we're talking about here. What's the deal? Well, it's that they are finally—they were voting to accept the merger with the British company that uh, Puck, Puck, that Duck, the Jerk um, cooked up last episode. He, uh, Berg Cooper, met with his sister, his younger sister, and uh, there was another woman there that was also um, a partner. Or a, yeah, partner. Uh, And they met a little, they talked a little about it. He did not like the idea. Bert does not like the idea of selling out his family's legacy, selling out his story. Um, He called Roger on it. He didn't like the way Roger, you know, uh, he doesn't like the fact that Roger, you know, hasn't, wasn't here since the beginning. He, there was a confrontation with them. And he's like, I don't like the fact that, you know, basically... Your problems are not my problems just because you need more money for your divorce. And Roger's like, I just want to let you know that Jane makes me very happy. Um, so it kind of led to the end. where There was a meeting and Don couldn't attend. And the sister was like, well, I'd like to hear what Don has to say. And they said, you know what? Don's going to make $500,000 off this deal. I think he'll be fine with it. You know, he's not here. And and Roger actually covered for him really well. They, they said, you know, he's out in California for a business meeting. Uh, he stayed out a little extra to take a little extra time. Uh, marital problems. So I guess Don did call Roger or did follow up somewhere to let them know, look, I'm going to stay out here a little bit longer. Marital problems. So, or that, or Roger's just awesome at covering and can figure it out and knows and says, yeah, you know, don't worry about it. Stay out there as long as you need. We've got it covered. Um, But... What I really loved was at the end, um, of the episode, the, the, the sister who was awesome, Bert Cooper's sister says, um, you know, now you're able to, uh, you know, really provide for your children. And Roger goes, Oh, I only have one. And she goes, or she says something like, Oh, are you sure? Are you sure about that? And walked away. And what she meant was you're basically dating a child. You're engaged to a child. I thought that was awesome. Oh, that was a great line. And then as they walked out of the office, you see Bert just kind of sitting there, um, uncomfortable. You know, almost like, I can't believe I've done this. This is my legacy. And, you know, I, he's not, even, even when he voted yes, he was a little uh, apprehensive about it. So you, you feel bad for him a little bit. Um, and now I think that covered everything. Uh, Kinsey was back from his trip. Uh, he, I guess his girlfriend broke up with him, but he said he felt like he made some change. Um, and they were all jealous of uh, even Harry, especially Harry, was jealous of uh, uh, Peggy's new office and she's going to get her secretary and she has Freddie's bar and um, she actually, uh, Joan was going to help her change the name and they had a little banter with Joan and she was, uh, Peggy was talking about how great Joan's fiancé seems because they met uh, in the episode and here's the thing Joan's fiancé is not great he's not even good he's an asshole I believe is the proper termination, terminology uh, so th- we had a moment earlier on in the episode where Joan um, is watching TV watching, with her fiance and she gets a little flirty and they, she wants to uh, make sweet love with him and gets on top of him and I think that is the distracting part I think that he's like what is this you know where have you learned this she's like what do you mean where have I learned this what are you talking about uh, this that's not the exact quote but it's kind of what he uh what he got was he didn't like this idea of her on top i think that was what it was um and he, it almost was like you know where do you learn these kind of crazy things um it, with men before you or something and joan was like you know there's you know there's there's nothing before you basically nothing matters before you um and uh they didn't end up, you know, sleeping together. They kind of turned over the other way. And, yeah, you know, I thought, okay, this guy's a bit of a prude, maybe. Maybe he's nervous. I don't know. Then when um, they were, when Peggy was talking to Roger about the office, that is when she met the fiancé. Roger met the fiancé, and they were talking about going out to dinner. And Roger's like, oh, well, we're going out to dinner. And she said, this French place. He goes, oh, you don't, you hate French food. And there was just a little glimmer of a reaction in the fiance, like, why does this guy know that you don't like French food? And I I picked up on that. And then she went to uh, do a few things at her desk. And he says, geez, that guy guy knows a lot about you. And she's like, well, I've been working here for nine years. Um, And it's a good explanation. I mean, obviously she didn't tell him that her and Roger had an affair, um, that they were lovers. But it seemed like something he picked up on something. So he follows her into Don's. Oh, he goes, fix me a drink. Right? And he goes, this is how those guys do it. The guy, you know, I see the movies. Pretend I'm your boss. And he goes to the, he kind of opens Don's office. She's like, fine, I'll fix you a drink. And he goes, she goes up behind her and gets a little flirty. She's like, not here, not here. Uh, And he gets a little more flirty, a little, a little uh, aggressive. Uh, And then he pins her down on the ground and he rapes her yeah now I don't know how something like this is seen in the 1960s is there some caveman philosophy back then of that's your husband and it can't be rape that's your husband that's your fiance is that the way you know it is looked at is that the way this is going to be looked at is something going to happen from this this can't just be a one time thing where we see this now we know forever that this guy is a piece of trash I feel like something more needs to come from this. Hopefully someone finds out and does something about it. And to be honest, I hope it's Roger. Because Jane's fine, but you should be with Joan, buddy. If you're gonna be with somebody who's not your wife, it should be Joan and Joan should be with you. And I hope something happens to this guy. I hope something terrible befalls him. I pray for it. I pray for it every day because he is a piece of garbage and Joan doesn't deserve that. And it was awful. It was very uncomfortable and it was just awful to see. Uh, and yet the next day when they're talking at the office, she's like, "Oh yeah, he's going to be a doctor. He's you know, he's going to be working at this and he he he, um, he volunteers with negro children." It's like, "Jesus Christ." Uh, she's like, "Oh, he seems like a real keeper." But yeah, yeah, except for the fact that he's a friggin rapist, you know, besides that, he's wonderful. My friends, I, th- I think that's it. I think I've covered everything. Uh, Peggy got an office. The guys are jealous. Um, Pete is a jerk to his wife. Might lose an account over it, but doesn't really want to uh, adopt. Um, Roger is really happy with his wife, and he's happy with this merger. So so's Bert's sister. But Bert, not so much, even though he's going through it with it. Betty, you know, he's she's upset with her daughter smoking, sees her acting out. Won't maybe put her in private school. Wants to spend more time with her riding, and Caesar has grown up enough to tell her the truth about Don. While Don is off being a dick—not I shouldn't say a dick, but he's off being dick. He's off being Dick Whitman. Uh, yes, pun intended. Um, he's off being Dick in California with the real Mrs. Draper uh, and spending time with her, just because he doesn't want to go home yet. I mean, he's off in the ocean. He's not ready to go back. But I feel like this woman is saying, you know, you need to go back. I feel like this woman's going to push him back. She's not a lover. She's not a, uh, someone she dated. This was like a mentor. This was like someone to look up to, an older woman. Um, and she's going to tell him or give him the right path to go home to your family. And I think that's how we're going to end this season. Because, my friends, we are one episode away from the, from the end of the season. I shouldn't say that. we are. The next episode is the end of the season. And we have done it. We'll be on episode 26 of Made Man. 26 episodes, two seasons. And we're not stopping. We're not stopping. We're going straight into season three next Friday. But that is for another day. That is for another week. Right now, I just want to tell you, you can find us on Twitter at Made Man Pod or at Fans.Experts. The website is fans.experts.comslash Made Man. And we are available on every single podcasting tool you can think of. Uh, like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, I think TuneIn, a bunch of stuff. You go to fansonexpertscom slash made man and you will find a link for every single episode. And inside that, you can listen to it directly there or you can find many links to subscribe to it. We are unavoidable. You can find us. And if you do subscribe to us, I ask you, take a moment, If you're if you're an iTunes user, take a moment, give us a rating, give us a review. Even if it's bad, I'd like to see that someone's out there. And I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate um, you guys for following me on Twitter. And I appreciate this show, Mad Men. And I appreciate you for coming along on me. That did not come out right. For coming along with me. That sounds much more professional. I thank you for coming along with me as I take this journey to become a made man pets fans non experts.